Hi, this is Shelby. And Carolyn. We are two Canadian prairie ladies, raising babies, riding horses, and living the country life. We are on a journey to find health and wealth while building our ranches, and we want to share the journey with you. In this podcast, you can expect to hear us share our own experiences, as well as interview other inspiring humans. We'll cover topics such as human health, horse health, barrel racing, building a ranch, and so much more. We are ready to dig into the tough conversations like mental health, motherhood, farming challenges, finances, you name it. You will walk away from this podcast with tips, tricks, and strategies that will have you finding more joy and peace in your journey. We know there's a lot of juggling that goes into this lifestyle because we are living it. And as a nurse myself and Carolyn with a master's in animal science, we have a lot to bring to the conversation. So grab your coffee to go, throw on your messy bun and muck boots. Let's head to the barn and chat because we have business to take care of and we're sure you do too. Welcome to the Ride Like a Mother podcast. All right, welcome to the Ride Like a Mother podcast. You have your hosts, Shelby and Carolyn here. And today we have special guest, Bonnie Jomet with us. So Bonnie is located just outside of Tisdale, Saskatchewan, where she specializes in the holistic approach to human and equine health. She is a registered massage therapist with humans and our horse athletes, focusing on the raindrop technique, utilizing the use of essential oils. For those of you not in the area, Bonnie is actually my future mother-in-law. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm so fortunate to have her in my life and I'm constantly learning from her. So I'm very excited that she is coming on here to share her knowledge with all of you. So thank you so much and welcome, Bonnie. <laughs> thank you, girls. I'm excited to be here and share a lot of things with you. And I'll just go be prompted by your questions and probably the easiest way to do it. Absolutely. Sounds good. Yeah, welcome here. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) That's all right. So I'm saying all that, Bonnie, can you share more about yourself and how you became interested in the essential oils and natural health? Oh, that happened a long time ago. Actually, I guess the boys, I was always interested in natural things, but back then, all those years ago, not a lot of people talked about it, but um, I was that person that had suffered from migraine headaches and lady issues for years. And um, I had three pregnancies with two sons that are still around. So I got interested in essential oils because the doctor wanted to do a complete hysterectomy on me because of a yeast infection and a few other things that went on. And I went to my massage therapist and I didn't know anything about essential oils back then. And so she said, so she did the massage on me and we talked and she mixed up a blend of essential oils and asked me to, if I was open to putting it onto my belly every night. And I said, absolutely. So this went on for a couple of weeks and I had to go in for um, ultrasounds and stuff because they were going to book me in for surgery. And the yeast infection had cleared up and I don't know, did I say I had fibroids, but I had a fibroid and it was disappearing. It was getting smaller. And then, so the doctors asked me what I was doing and I told him and he did kind of, okay, well, whatever, we're not, we're going to just postpone it. So I just continued doing that. And then when I went back for another checkup, 
I was fine. And I never did have a hysterectomy. I still have all my female parts. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's it. Oh, that always just gives me goosebumps whenever you tell that story. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> so awesome. So, okay. So you, you started with that, your own personal health journey, and then you got into essential oils if somebody else wanted to get into essential oils, um, what would be some of your recommendations for getting started? Well, now that I've known and been on this journey for over 20 years, it would be the seed to seal that the company has. Like there's so many essential oils out on the market today. That's like mm-hmm. us going and buying food. You know, you want to know now we're even more curious as to where our food comes from. And so there's the organic and things like that. So for essential oils, it's the seed to seal. Do they actually have their own farms? Do they grow their own plants or do they just and source them from say organic farmers and the distillation process? In 2014, Ray and I went down to Mona, Utah to the lavender farm down there that Young Living has. And we walked through the fields, picked the plants, took them to the distillery, saw it going through the whole process. And when it comes back out and now when you smell an essential oil and are used to the really good quality and you smell something that's not, you notice the difference. That's just like eating your food, right? You'll know the difference, whether it's something that like a farm raised beef compared to the mystery meat we buy in the store. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. When you put it so, that way, it that seems be- like obvious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it, that just kind of popped into my head because like, there's so much that we need to be aware of what we buy in the grocery stores now too. Like our food, it's always been that way. But to me, it seems like it's a no brainer. You just, you need to know where that product is coming from. Absolutely. Yeah, so, no kidding. Body- Very important. In a general sense, can you just kind of explain what essential oils are and how they work and how you can kind of introduce them? Okay. Um, you know, actually the <laughs> easiest way is, <laughs> um, okay, we all peeled an orange, right? We all mm-hmm. are a uh, lemon, but an orange. So when you peel an orange and this juice squirts out and gets you in the eye, that is actually <laughs> the essential oil of an orange is in the peeling. So when they uh, distill oranges to make the orange oil, it's actually the peel of the orange is where it comes from. So then when we go to plant material, it's the same thing like um, a lavender plant and the flowers in there, when you squish them, there's that sap inside or the juice, I guess, whatever you call it, the essential oil. And that's how they distill that. They put it into the into this big vat and push it all down and then it's steam distilled. We have a farm in Fort Nelson, BC, um, and they do the black spruce. So when they mm-hmm. cut the trees down, they chip it all and then it goes into the distillery, into the vats. And then it, it's it's like a big pressure cooker and they cook it until the oil is pulled out of the, out of the plant matter. So whether it's trees, flowers, things like that, very cool. I honestly thought they would have just used the fruit, not, you know, just the peel. 
Yeah. I, I was going to ask if they like, if they actually press it or if, but you said they steam it in vats. That's, I never knew that. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, actually, if you go in and Googled Young Living um, Lavender Harvest or Northern Lights Black Spruce, they would, there's actually videos that would show you how they do it. So it's kind of cool. Very cool. So how does it, how do they actually work? Like when you use them, how do they work? Um, okay. Well, let's pick lavender because people know so much about lavender. Mm -hmm. And when you go out to the garden and you smell a lavender flower, what does it do for you? It relaxes you, right? Mm -hmm. It's always been like that for a million years. So when you take an essential oil and put it in the palm of your hand, or even just smell it out of the bottle, and you just inhale it and hold it at the top of your breath so that it saturates your brain, it helps you mm -hmm. to relax. Or you can put it onto your body. Uh, when I work with a horse, I'll put it in the palm of my hand. And horses are so sensitive to smell, so you don't have to be very close to them. You don't want to rub their face with it or their nose because then that's too much for them. So you just stand a little ways away and they'll just relax. They'll take a big deep breath and just let it all go. That's so cool. I've actually That's seen you do that. You came and you did that on my horse because we were both all jacked up, ready for a barrel race. And you're like, "Is she? does she always pace like that? I'm like, yes, why? <laughs> I felt like I was caught out, you know? <laughs> but um, yeah, you stood there and helped us both relax actually. So that was really kind of enlightening for me. <laughs> yeah Very, it, it's cool. really fun working with the horses because um i don't know they, they're just so in tune to it and they just they, they will relax like not always shouldn't say that there is sometimes that they will stay hyped up but more of um a calmer brain you know that they can think about it's just like us if we get all rattled and all of a sudden our brain is all over the place or our mind and then you do something to calm it. It could still be really busy, but it's a calm busy. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it makes sense to me because I know I've gone in to a barrel run and it was just like crazy chaos because I was all rattled and my horse is all rattled. But then you go in sometimes where you're like focused, you're energized. You're like, you're on fire. Your horse is fiery, but you're focused still. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what you're talking about. I can, yeah. I can definitely relate to that. Absolutely. So other than inhalation, Bonnie, how else do you put them on like on your horses and even dogs? Cause I know you put them on your dogs all the time. Um, and how do you know that they're working? So somebody that's not really used to the essential oils, how do, how does, how would a person know if it's being beneficial and what you're doing is actually helping them? Well, um, let's, well, dogs and horses are both the same. You want to, in a sense, ask them permission. So I'll take a bottle and I'll hold it out to them. And if they turn their head away, then that's not the oil that they want maybe at that time. So, and if they do say, yeah, you know, they'll tell me, yeah, you want, we want this. So for a dog, because they're so their smaller body and more sensitive is when I put that drop of oil in my hand and I can rub it around and let them smell my hands. I never shove a bottle of oil in anybody's nose, dog, horse, people, anything. 
because it, it can be too strong. So a dog, they can actually smell the oil on me before I even come up to them. Same thing as a horse. And if they don't like it, they're going to leave. Like I don't tie up an animal to do a treatment on them because if they want their space and they want to move away to have maybe an emotional release, then you got to allow them that. And it's the same thing with the dog. So if I have oils in my hand and I rub it together, then you can pet the dog along his sides. And then when we think of a hair follicle and any like ours or dogs, horses, it's like a diffuser reed. So the oil just sucks into their hair and it goes inside their body, which is perfectly fine. And that's where, when I was talking about the quality of oils, you want to make sure they're pure, that they don't have any carriers or synthetics in them because you're not adding to the health of the animal. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess do your research too, because there's some that aren't meant for dogs and horses, right? So right. I'm on the right track with that bunny. <laughs> well, and, and again, it goes back to, I had a, um, a vet the other day ask me that because especially with cats and things like that, and they are sensitive and, you know, you, you it all goes back to the company that you're dealing with, where you're getting your oils is because they can have synthetic things in there and it has a reaction, whether it's a physical or emotional thing, like, Cats are, cats are very, very sensitive to oils. And some of them I don't even use around the cats. We had a cat and you'd come outside with oregano in your pocket and he'd be gone. And you didn't even have to. <laughs> I think he could smell that a million miles away. He just did not like that oil. He was gone. There was no way you were getting near him with that. <laughs> <That's what> it- <laughs> no. So t- tell us some more stories about um, animals that you've worked with, your own or others. Or, hmm. I guess one of the biggest ones that really sticks out with me is our Palomino gelding turtle. Chance and Ray were at the pasture. They were taken in cattle in the spring. And turtle would have been, I don't know, maybe a four-year-old. Anyhow, they had tied him to the fence and they were running calves and this one calf turned and he ran in between turbo and the fence and he was tied up. So turbo pulled back. And as he pulled back, there was this bolt sticking out and he ripped his thigh open and it was like, it was a huge gash. So they loaded him up and took him to the vet clinic. And I met them there because I was driving school bus. And so when I come in there and looked at it, it was like, Oh Lord, what are we going to do with this horse? And the vet said the same thing. So he did started stitching him up, but Turbo was still so rattled and everything from the whole episode. And I was standing there trying to calm him down and running some Reiki and some energy on him. And then all of a sudden I realized I had Valor in my pocket. So I took the Valor out and opened the bottle and he just smelt it. And he just kind of, you know how a horse will arch its back to stretch? And he just shook and he just took this big breath the vet was looking at me wondering what was happening and he just took this big breath and he stepped forward and then he just relaxed and then the vet said oh I can continue stitching him up he said we don't have to talk about putting him down and so they stitched him up and Shelby has seen the horse Mm -hmm. and uh yeah the only thing happened to him is his tail 
it doesn't curve right. Like when he's running, he's got this little goofy little thing in his tail. So he must have did something and we never realized it until <laughs> we couldn't fix it. But, <laughs> but otherwise, he definitely runs around the pasture and is goofy still. So <laughs> he got back to his normal self. <laughs> um, so, well, what about uh, dog stories, Bonnie? Do you have any dog stories that come out at you? I know you used to use a lot of oils. Um, so like in the springtime, right, when their digestive systems are all kind of not working properly and they have that hair loss. Um, I know you've helped me out a lot with that too, but putting essential oils on when we had Brewster because he'd lose okay, so much yeah. hair and really helping his coat. I know, I can't even remember the essential oil, Bonnie, off the top of my hat, but it helped immensely. And he was happier. Mm. His mood was different. Um, not that he was the nicest dog ever, but like he was, his mood was definitely enlightened. <laughs> I think that was Digize that time. I it's a bland. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it is, it's to help with our digestion, whether it's us or the dogs. But I think that's what I used on Rooster that day because I had I offered him a few and I think that was the one. But it's, yeah, really good for your digestion, calms your stomach. Mm -hmm. And the odd time too, I, I off the top of my head, I can't think of every oil in that blend, but some of them will just help the body to get rid of parasites and things like that too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Hmm. And it's amazing for animals and us. I know our family yeah. uses digize lots. My daughter uses the tea gize a lot. <laughs> nice. That is her go-to. Mm -hmm. Those two-year-old tummy issues. It, well and it's really good too like uh, you can put it on the pads of the dogs but you should use well it's recommended to use a carrier oil like young living has a v6 which is just a, a combination of oils but you can use coconut oil olive oil um i'm trying to think of fractionated coconut oil i guess would be the easiest on on an animal the v6 is nice because it's a lighter type oil and I use that in raindrops so that their, their hair doesn't get so sticky. Oh, so, so tell us. To... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, tell us about uh, raindrop. You mentioned it at the beginning, Shelby, but we haven't even talked about talked it at about all. It. What, is, yes. what is that? <laughs> Bonnie's specialty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love raindrop. It's the use of nine different, nine different essential oils, 10 it depends. Sometimes I change them up and um, it doesn't matter if you're two-legged or four-legged. We use Valor and it helps to balance your energy. And then there's a bunch of other different oils that I layer on. When I do raindrop, I balance your shoulders and I balance your feet. And then we do the feet on a person. We still do the horses that same way too, except it's up the inside of their back legs. And then the oils go onto their back. So there's um, oregano, thyme, basil, wintergreen, marjoram, cypress, peppermint, and aroma seeds. So you smell like a pizza when you're done. <laughs> so and who doesn't it, want that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, pizza is always good. It's definitely relaxing too. <laughs> so it's applied to the spine on us and which is like your 
your spine is like your trunk of your tree, right? And then we have all the nerve endings and things coming from the spine. So it just, it goes through your whole body. It's, it's an amazing experience. And there's a lot of things it can do for you. Like it corrects or it helps to realign your spine and different things like that. If it's cough and cold season, it helps to eliminate uh, the long process of your body getting through the coughs and colds and different things like that helps with digestive discomforts, things for whether it's the dog horse or you. And then, so it, when it aligns your energy and if I do a raindrop on you and, and one on your horse, then you guys are more in sync with what's going on because you're in alignment. Have you ever seen a picture? If you Google on Facebook or whatever, and how if a horse or a rider is out of balance and what it does to your horse. So that's where raindrop comes in. It, it's, it's a very powerful modality to do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You notice, I don't, I've only seen raindrop once on a horse and it was, it was interesting even during the session, how much they change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And of course some are different than others, but they're, it's definitely intriguing to see which reaction you kind of get from each one. <laughs> and, and some horses, when I first start, sometimes they're antsy and they don't want, you know, they don't know what's going on and they don't like change. It's kind of like a person, you know, if you, you want change, but you really don't want to accept it and you don't want to allow that to happen. So then there's other oils that I can use to help, them do an emotional release to allow their say, okay, it's okay. I'm going to do this. I want to feel better. It's just like us, right? If you don't want to do something, you're not going to do it, but there's essential oils that can help you switch your thinking. Absolutely. <laughs> so Bonnie, I'm throwing this question out there. I know we haven't prepared you for it, um, but during a raindrop session, would you change the lineup of the oils depending on the reaction? So say somebody's like, really, you can just feel their energy. They're very tense. I'm going to use the words high strung because I'm thinking of a horse too, but uh, would you change <laughs> up the order or maybe <laughs> the oils that you're using for that reason? Or you kind of stick to those same nine to 10 oils? No, there's times where we, we've got different charts that we can use different oils. We always do like to start with Valor and then Oregano and Thyme because Oregano and Thyme are what Gary formulated, or not formulated, but how he learned when he started the raindrop is they clean, okay, I'm going to get technical here. They clean the receptor sites of your cells so that the body will accept the rest of the oils. And then, so then the next three oils, if I feel, or if I want a muscle test to find out that like, okay, Shelby, you, something's going on in your emotional body and you need to release that. And I can turn around and say, okay, these oils are going to benefit her more because they're more of the emotional type of an oil. And it's going to help her have that emotional release. And I can do the same thing with a horse. Maybe you've been barrel racing and your horse comes flying around third barrel and wipes out. And the next time you go barrel racing, he's like, Oh, here comes that barrel. I remember that. So then we can work with him to release that emotional trauma out of his body. And the same thing with you, because you might still be 
holding and thinking, oh my God, we fell down last time and not realizing it. So then when you do that emotional release on them and yourself, then that'll just carry through. And sometimes you don't have to do a full raindrop. It's just, just like with your horse, Caroline, that day when she was being so antsy and there was a lot of stuff going on and we could have worked further on her, but you said like, it didn't take much and you already noticed a difference with her. Yeah, for sure. And on myself too. I was just like, okay, obviously I need to chill out too. My, my daughter yesterday, she looked at me and she was, we were getting ready in the morning and I'm in a hurry. And she looks at me, mom, you need to have more patience. <laughs> it's like, Oh no, she knows. How did she know? <laughs> so I really have to work. I work on that too. <laughs> and actually the essential oils really help with that too. It's amazing how just like three seconds of breathing can really help you relax and like, oh, move on with like a little bit more peace and a little less haste. <laughs> Absolutely. That would be peace and calming, right, Caroline? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Is there an essential oil name that? Because I obviously need yeah. that one. <laughs> yes, there yes, is. There is. <laughs> Going on my next order. <laughs> Oh, that's a good question, actually. That leads us into our next, yeah. (laughs) Shelby's nodding at me, yeah. Um, What what do you suggest people order for their first oils? Like if they just want to try it out and see what you got going on. Well, actually, with Young Living, they have a premium starter kit and there's 10 different essential oils. They've changed their kits Mm -hmm. a little bit, but there's um, peace and calming and... I should have had it wrote down. I can't think of it off the top of my head. But yeah, the premium starter kit's a great place to start because there's 10 essential oils in there. There's a diffuser and there's blends and singles. So it's kind of, that's why they call, they used to call it the everyday oils collection. And now they call it the premium starter kit. So it's something you can use every day in your house and for the kids, whatever. And that's the easiest way to start. Yeah. And it gives you quite an array of different oils, like you said. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so I'm saying that there is an array of oils, but Bonnie, what's your favorite oil and why? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite oil. Uh, that's a hard one, really hard. But you know what? I really do still think Valor, which is a combination of black spruce and um, Idaho tansy blue tansy but it, it's that tree oil in there and then another one would be release is i use it a lot because when there's something that's going on that i don't want to sit there and stew on it is just pick up a bottle of release put a drop in the palm of my hand breathe it in and then go to valor stuff like that those right. those would be my two top ones right now that I'm thinking of. So what's Valor used for? Just in case, I know what it is, but what is, what do you use it for mostly? For courage. It's, um, Gary actually formulated it because there's a story behind it, the black spruce that warriors or soldiers years ago, I'm not sure which country, they used to anoint their body with spruce oil 
because when you think of a spruce tree, it's tall and it's deep roots and it's got strength. So when he formulated Valor, he put the, the well, black spruce into it, blue spruce, and um, just to give them courage. And it's still, it's still an oil that does, and it helps to balance your energies. And when I do raindrop, that's the first oil I put on. It goes on your shoulders and on your feet. Same as the horse goes on their shoulders. And then I put it on the frogs of their feet so that they're grounded. It grounds you when you think of a tree. Absolutely. Oh, well, tell us, what do you got planned for the future? Do you have any upcoming events or things you got going on? Oh, yeah. I'm kind of just feeling things out. Um, just continuing with my massage on the horses and the people right now it's mostly people stuff because of the weather it's mm -hmm. i can still go out and do energy balances or i can still do raindrop on the horses just in a different way depending on the, what what the weather's like and their hair is so thick is just doing it on their their feet and up the inside of their back leg and yeah i can still do quite a bit that way so that's interesting for me to do. And I'm moving forward with being a wellness coach and just helping people to understand how our mindfulness has an effect on our whole body. Because if our mind's not right, then of course our gut's not right. And if, whether it's you're two-legged or four-legged, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. So then I, I deal with another company that has amazing products for horses and um it, it's just yeah getting that gut back the gut health back for people and for horses mm -hmm. absolutely we all know how important gut health is <laughs> yeah <laughs> especially coming up in spring when we're changing all our feed and same with us too we're going from yeah. grocery store to garden food it's all different. <laughs> so if somebody wants to get in touch with you to get a raindrop massage or maybe needs their horse looked at, how can listeners get in touch with you, Bonnie? Well, I'm on Facebook. That's an easy way. That's probably the easiest way for them to get a hold of me. Okay. Or Just I can always give them my well, Yeah, my personal page. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much, Bonnie, for joining us here and sharing your amazing knowledge base that you have gained throughout the years and through experiences. We are so fortunate to have people like you to add to our equine health toolbox. I know I'm fortunate to have you. <laughs> I know listeners are definitely going to take a lot back from this. So we appreciate you joining us. And to all of our listeners, don't forget to hit that subscribe button on your podcast platform to listen to all of our future episodes. You don't want to miss out on anything. You can find the information from this episode in our show notes. So how to get a hold of Bonnie, how to get a hold of us and our social media posts. So go follow us on Instagram and Facebook to get some sneak peeks and information on current and future episodes. And please send us a message. We love to hear from you guys. Let us know your thoughts on new inspiring humans and all the equine topics. We love them all. So thanks for listening in and we will see you next time. Or we'll see, see you next jackpot soon yeah. <laughs> when spring comes. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, <problem>. exactly. 